Hey everybody, welcome back. This is me, myself, and Miguel. I'm Miguel, your host. And this is part three of our three-part initial saga. Um, Brogan and I, uh, we linked up and we were thinking of doing an episode together. And we were thinking maybe, well, actually, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe we were going to get an episode, catch up a little bit, and uh, that's it. But it has now turned into a three-part, almost three-hour-long conversation. Uh, and that makes me so happy because this guy, again, uh, as you heard in the first episode, I knew him back in high school. And he was such a joy to be around. Um, and, and he was a cool dude, and um, I'm a little sad now that we went separate ways, but hey, that's just life. That happens. A lot of cool people you meet along the way, and uh, you know it's awesome that sometimes you get to re-encounter them or, or re-invite them back into your life, so this is awesome. Steven's a cool guy. I've enjoyed talking to him, and we are going to be doing more of these. How long they're going to be, I'm not sure. I can't make any promises at this point, but we are going to do more of these because this was just so fun uh, and just easy, easy to talk to this guy. So part three, hope you enjoy. Sorry we got cut off on the last time. Hopefully that does not happen this time around, uh, but yeah, enjoy. Thanks. Oh, also, I almost forgot to mention, this episode is going to be both on my podcast, Me, Myself, and Miguel, and also on Steven's podcast. So I know if you're uh, uh, a fan of Steven's and you came here because of him, you could rather stick right here, continue listening, or you can head back to Steven's uh, YDF Not podcast and, and tune in there. We're both going to be airing it. Um, and hopefully you guys come back for more. So thanks. What's up? Oh my gosh. Uh, welcome, friends. This is uh, part three of the YDF Not Podcast featuring Miguel from me, myself, and Miguel. Uh, this has been... This saga continues. Dude, what in the world? And also, uh, okay, so this, this, is, this is like a continua- continuation of a conversation where it started with, you know, introducing Miguel and the next episode, talking about Steven. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And now this one is going to be like a combination of both. I like where yeah. we're going. I like this. Yeah. I like where we're going, and I want you to. I want you to during these time periods. Maybe like I'll, I'll give you like I don't know times or something or like dates. I'll be like I'm, I'll be like oh I'm I'm here. Circle ba 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 ba. Where are you? Yeah, dude. Because I got myself yeah. some. I got myself some photos. Because I don't know. Okay, so something about me, dude, uh, uh-huh. is I loved. Phone, I love phones. I still do love phones. Phones like like your cell phone. Like, Self, like, yes. Okay. Like, okay. Can, like, can, like the cameras, and I, 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 I just, I've always have, I had a very, like, a very high affinity for them, and also I love taking pictures of like the ones I love, you know, and, and like, whatever, right? So right yeah. now, like, so let's see, where do we leave off the conversation? Where were I think we? We left. The, we were talking about your mother's uh, restaurant, which is Sun Valley, that I'm gonna have to go check out, and everybody else should. Dude, Taco Toro, we'll check it out if you're in the state. Oh my gosh. Right. Dude, am I gonna out my my location? Oh, who cares? My people know where I want it. I'm scared. The I'm man, scared. dude. The goddamn man. I mean, I mean, you know, they're listening, obviously, but I don't think they want much to do with us. Yeah, who cares? At, at, at least that's what I think. It's like there's nothing about me that they the information that they want that you know it's there's nothing there's nothing there there's nothing there. 
So until there is, until there is, I guess. Yeah. I guess until right. there is. Yeah. Oh shit. Maybe. All right. Let's let's stop the recording. Let's let's hop off. No, we're done. Jamie, cut cut feed cut feed. So check it out. So so okay, college dude. Okay, so in college, I do the whole auditioning thing. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, oh, by the way, y'all, if you're if you're catching up on this, this is okay. This is officially uh, part three of this conversation. So part one was an episode on why the F not podcast, you know, Stephen Brogan, future okay, Miguel. Must, there you go. Second episode of that. The part two of that is in Miguel, my homie here, his podcast, me, myself and Miguel. So if you have not listened to that, please go there now because I don't know, continuity sake, you know? Yeah. Would, yeah. Would you, you're not lost. Would you watch Endgame before infinity war? No. Or else. Wow. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, which by the way, I'm rewatching all of that. The whole yeah. the best time to do it, honestly. Seriously, yeah, because because here's the thing: I saw Infinity Game without watching a lot of movies prior to that, and I, although I enjoyed Wait, it, what? I, yeah. you just jumped into you just jumped into Infinity War without. I did I mean? Which I was saw, really, which... Yeah, I saw the Avengers, but I I didn't see it. And, and so okay, so I've I've now looked at the list of the quote unquote order you should watch them in right chronologically right. or whatever so i didn't get to see uh captain marvel before i saw infinity wars which i now have and i didn't okay. see anything past if it wasn't avenger movies after the uh um thor movies i i didn't see that so i didn't see guardians of the galaxy i didn't see doctor strange i didn't see yeah i know i missed a lot Those are the gems, dude. I, know. Those are gems. I know i know you're watching it now I, and I'm watching them. I started from the beginning. So I saw Captain America. I saw Iron Man, Iron Man 2, 3, The Avengers. I saw, I tr- I was looking for the Hulk, but I couldn't find it. And I've read that it, it's okay. You don't have to really see it. Um, hey, Miguel, Miguel, after this, te voy a mandar algo. Okay, te voy a mandar, right. te voy a mandar algo. Okay. All right. And then you'll be able to watch stuff. Don't worry. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so watching them. Jamie, do you have to cut that? I don't know. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> so I'm rewatching that. But yeah, I, I watched Infinity Wars, I think, without watching a lot of other movies prior to that. And, Did you and watch Ant-Man prior to that? Which one? Ant-Man. No, I didn't. I didn't. None of them? I did not see, I didn't see either of the Ant-Mans. I didn't see either of the Ant-Mans. Dude, so, okay. So where are you right now in your, in your marathon of catch-ups? I'm very early. I just finished... Uh, Iron Man 3 last night after watching The Avengers. So okay, after Iron Man, Man 3, I think it's like another Thor movie or something like that. What did you think of Iron Man 3? I, You know, that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Gabby and I were like early into our relationship and we saw that movie in theaters maybe four or five times. Because it was oh, okay. Just, yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the the contrast between Tony and the kid. You know, like the, the whole, yes. like that he was breaking him down and he was like his ultimate match. And he's a kid. I loved that. And I still um, I watched it last night. Oh, oh my God. Um, all I can say, Miguel, without spoilers, is just keep your eyes open while you're watching all the movies. Just keep oh, yeah. your eyes open. Huh? Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. I like that kid too. Hey, I love that kid too. He's a great kid. Huh. I wonder what his name is. Anyways. Uh, Oh, with that movie, wait, wait, are you telling me something right now that I that I'm catching on? Oh, I don't, man. dude, that kid's very important. Is that kid he might Spider-Man? be Spider Man. No, he's not Spider Man. He's okay, not Spider Man. All right, all right, all right, okay. 
Uh, I think he came out. He came, uh, little Peter Parker actually did make a cameo in Iron Man Two. Did he really? Yes, in the scene where uh, where Iron Man is fighting off the Legion of Drones. Okay. There's a little boy wearing an Iron Man mask, and a drone yes. faces off with that boy, and the little boy raises his hand. Yes, yes, that was him. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Kevin Feige, like they've like confirmed, like oh yeah, that was a young Peter Parker. Huh. But other than than reading, there's no way you could tell. Other than what? Other than like what's been written out there, like there's nothing in the movie that's like suggests that he's Peter Parker. These are like, these are like those Easter eggs that it, unless you've like read the script or right, right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. I like it. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Dude, but this other kid, he's important too. Huh. Man, okay, now I gotta watch. <laughs> I'm be. late. I'm late on this, but yeah, I gotta watch. Thing. He could be. We don't know yet, but he could be. It could be. All right. I like it. I like it. You're, you're uh, feeding the you're feeding the flame to watch the movies, dude. I love those. I think they're just oh, they're so good. Yeah. Oh, so oh, little funny story. So again, I get to work with a bunch of cool different backgrounds of people, right? And right. I got to meet this lady, uh, um, and she's been my client for like a year now. We started a project last year, and we got like all this carpet, and then she's back for more. And we always mention because I know she's got kids. She knows I got kids. So we always mention that stuff. And I'm like, hey, I've never asked about your husband. Like, what does your husband do? What's his name? What, what, what about him? And she's like, oh, do you like comic books? I was like, well, yes, but I don't really like to read. But so uh, so I don't really have many comic books. I've only had one or two in my whole lifespan, which is ridiculous, right? But yeah. um, um, and she goes, oh, well, my husband works for DC. He's a writer. What? And I was like, what? No way. What? And then I looked him up after why. The dude is like the executive top writer for the last like 10, 15 years for DC and is in charge of like all these great comic books coming out. I'm like, how do I like, how does that even? It's a small me? world, my it's friend. It is a small world, world bro. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was cool. And I felt so bad saying like, oh, no, I don't read any comic books at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a couple comic book series I can tell you right now you need to read like arcs Who? there's like certain arcs you should read so like that's like a little collection uh, okay. of okay. Uh, of comic books that come out like that tell a full story like a full arc of a story gotcha. so there's like six seven issues that come out for this one storyline okay. um, uh, the first one being uh, Green Lanterns the black let me see Green Lanterns I think it's the blackest night okay uh it's a really cool story uh, i sound really stupid i gotta use better words I, i'm not reading as much man i'm not gonna lie i'm not reading as much uh okay. i need to read more better words please uh but okay so blackest night is that it yes blackest night so blackest night is a comic book series telling you the story of the black lanterns so he do you know any oh my god wait time out let he me go on the, let me go on the wikipedia site wikipedia site and let me see the appeal behind it uh publishers publishers main titles publishers, dc just, right that's dc that's definitely dc what's his name his name is um god damn it what's his first name i know his last name is johns it is not jeff johns jeff johns that's that's who it is bro he's yeah. he's like the when it go when, in creative team when it says writers his name is the only one there the only one there yeah he's exactly. the writer Bro, he is the writer of one of the most amazing Green Lantern story arcs ever told, bro. You see, so I wish after she told me that, that I would have had something like this moment that you're having to her 
to kind of like, yeah. oh my like gosh, this. your husband is Jeff, you know, John's like, oh my, you know, and, and, and I short shot it and I felt so bad. I'm like, man, this guy must be a really cool guy. And I just gave him no justice whatsoever. Well, I think after the Corona or maybe I'll just disinfect it. I'll let you borrow it. No, I, another friend has it. Shoot. You know what? Okay. Another friend, <laughs> another friend of mine has it. His name's Dusty. I let him borrow it because I think everyone should read it. He lives in the Valley. I think when I go pick it yeah. up from him, I'm, I'm just going to drop it, it off to you. Oh, you should. <gasps> we should do that. Oh my God. Let's plan that out because you need, okay. Cause the booklet I have is like a thick, it looks like a comic book size, but it's thick and it's thicker. It's like a nicer cover and stuff. Um, and you have all the issues there. And inside oh, of this, cool. Miguel, inside yeah. of this is beautiful, full, dual, like the full page is filled out with this beautiful artwork of these open, like these dope scenes, dude. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So first, you need to read that. And then you need to read, you need to read Batman, uh, Batman, The Dark Knight. I have not. So, so the first comic book I ever bought was when I went to uh, Europe in 2007 with uh i think some of your despian buddies um, um oh my god wait with like jasmine and all them yeah yeah jasmine and and benny and i forgot who else like all these other folks and and funny story about that trip right so remember said group that uh i i, I hung out with during football so it was their idea to go to europe and they pimped it out and again i was the last one on the boat i was like yeah yeah, yeah let's do it like we're all gonna do it we're all going to go hang out. And I was like, cool, man. I'm finally going to be in with this group. We're going to be buddies. It's going to be sick. We went to the meeting. I made the down payment for the for the trip. They all were like, yeah, we decided we're not going. We're going to use that what? to buy like, yeah. We're like, I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to go. And I'm like, guys, like I put money already towards this. I can't get a refund. And like, I tried to like talk them into like, uh, my family i was like my mom i was like dude let's let's, let's. i didn't call her dude but I, <laughs> I was like, yo mom dude let's check it out check it out mom, check it out no. yeah no i was like listen that I don't sucks trip. I, yeah i was like i don't want to go to the trip my friends aren't going like i know people are going but like they're all girls and one guy you, you should have gone i did go i did go because oh it was, how'd it, it go was too late it was it was great it was amazing i'm so glad i went yes um, yeah yeah i'm so glad i went uh it wasn't even about the people that i was with at the moment to be honest it was more about being there and seeing what we saw it was great i want it's a trip back. to europe it's a trip to europe yeah but um so they bailed on me and i was so pissed but uh anyways um so i bought a comic book because i'm like i'm not going to be talking to these people while i'm there much uh I okay think. so i bought the 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 batman book i think it's similar to what you're telling me what is it an arc so it's like a thick bo- uh, book but it's like complete comic and there's a, a different chapters are like different stories and like different all, gaps, right? Different gaps, but it's all about the same main storyline. So I think that's what it is. So thanks. Is it dark? Is, is it, is it dark night returns? It's not dark night returns. It is the, um, oh man. And it got stolen. It got stolen while I was in your, no, but, which one was yeah, it? It was the, the holiday, the, the something about a holiday. I, I didn't finish reading it. Um, Damn, I forgot what it was called. But yeah, it was about the calendar or the holiday guy and this 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 person, this evil guy, this uh, villain, sorry, 
that is in this book I've never read about. I've never heard about. It was a new one. And basically, like, he strikes on all the, the holidays. So, like, there was a St. Patrick's Day one. There's a Valentine's Day. And he was, like, leaving all these clues. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to finish it. We got robbed when we were in Europe. I forgot which state or country. Oh, but there was shoot. A train. Got... Yeah, the freaking bastard. I mean, he got away with my comic book, which is I'm crying about it now. But, like, other people lost their uh, uh, passports. <gasps> so yeah yeah it was pretty bad and um oh you I mean, lost was, the comic book miguel yeah, yeah. poor mr uh, <laughs> uh damn what was his name he was a great guy too the teacher uh damn. morrison mr morrison mr morrison and 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 the one guy the, the other guy that went in our group this was high school right this was in high school yeah they, and it, but, but was this with the magnet program it was it was not exclusive to the magnet but it was magnet program Wait, were you, were you in Magnet? I was in the Magnet, yes. How I got there, I have no idea. Wait, I, yeah, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, you were in Magnet program, right? Yeah, yeah it was journalism, you know? Wait, that was still Daniel Pearl, right? God, that, that feels like so Daniel long Pearl. ago. It, it is long ago. Dude, can I tell you right Can I tell you right now, ninth and 10th grade feel like its own era, and then 11th and 12th grade feel like a different era entirely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely feel that, Absolutely. My early years were, and I think this goes for everybody, true. I mean, the first years, you don't know what you're doing. You, you, you're like, I was not doing very well in grades in my ninth grade year. and I was Heck no, I had F's, man. <laughs> yeah, see, I had F's. I never had F's. I had like two F's, so what the hell? Sixth and, grade, um, I did poorly. Ninth grade, I did poorly. I, I, I was did, never good at the oh beginning. I, in sixth grade, this teacher, this English teacher pulled me and a couple of my buddies out to class. We were like the degenerates of the class, apparently. <gasps> and And she was like, you know, one day you guys are going to be faced with drugs and alcohol and I'm sure gangs or whatever. And you guys need to stay clear of that. I just want you to know. I'm like, hey, meals, why, meal. why are you, why are you telling me this? <laughs> How old were you? Seven? Like what was going on? No, I, this was in middle school. I was like, what? 12, maybe. 11? Jesus. Who is this woman? Who, how yeah. are you? How are you? Who are you to teach like this? Are you kidding yeah. me? These are your yeah. kids. You're a teacher, dude. Yeah, exactly, man. I, I don't know how to take it. But then I was just like, I'm gonna put that bitch wrong. And uh, yes, enough, I mean, I think I think so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my. you need those people level. in your life, dude. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you really do need someone to, to be a hater for you to like overcome it if you're strong enough to do so. You know, hey, like, in you my life, will. Hey, in, in, yeah. wait, in my life, I want a, a nice dosage of like, of a little self-doubt and self-hate, you know, just a little bit throughout it, you know? Just a little bit. I mean, like, like coming at me, like, I'm not mm -hmm. like, you know, just coming at me, just like, man, like, oh, you can't do it. And I'll be like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Watch. I never want that voice to leave. I never want that voice to leave. That's true. Because then you get complacent and then you, you then you don't, you don't do anything. You just stay where you are. Yes. Nobody wants that. Oh, so so yeah, I feel you, dude. Oh my and god, so, if, uh, if if you, oh my god, the things I've done, bro, like the weird choices I've done, I can't. Huh? Okay, keep continue. No, continue, continue. Oh, go for it. oh well, I mean, it it was just that. It was just that. I I lost my my thing. I was happy I went to Europe. I was pissed at those guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it turned out well. You know, great memories, great pictures that I took. Uh, good time. I can now say I've been to Europe, and. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to go back. It was fun. I encourage everybody to travel the world and see uh, things that you have never seen before. Dude, I don't know. I've never been to Europe. It's truly 
I imagine. Yeah, man, it's great. Like I was in, in my favorite, I think I'd have to say, I went to, we went to Spain. We went to uh, Paris. Yeah. We went to Rome. We went to the Vatican. What? We oh. went to this island called Capri. And I think I saw freaking, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Um, um, Bill Murray, I think. No, you saw Bill I Murray think, in Europe? I think I saw Bill Murray in Europe. It, in on the island of Capri, and he was like the to- unless this was just like the coolest guy in town, but he was the coolest cat in town. He looked super fresh. It was like summer in Capri, which is like a beautiful island in Italy, and and this guy was walking with like this posse. There was like beautiful women. There was like classy guys. I'm like, is that Bill Murray? Now, who knows if it was actually him? I hope it was because this would be an awesome story. It is an awesome story. Sounds like Bill but, Murray. Yeah, I. Oh my, I can't yeah, imagine. Exactly. I'm like, it's so Murray. So I, I think I saw him, and uh, and it was great. It was it was great. Yeah, saw the Apple Tower. Son uh, of a so gun, check dude. It check it out, guys. Check it out. But oh yeah, so so when I was in Spain, it was I think pretty cool because like people can tell that you're not from there, obviously. But I was like, I'm in Spain. I'm gonna talk Spanish because I know Spanish. And they were like, Where's your accent from? And I'm like, Well, I'm from here and here and um uh you know mexican and they're like oh wow and they were so nice just the nicest people ever the spanish the spanish they were so nice oh dude my friend carlo shout out carlo she's spanish she's a homie dude spanish people are the best they're great and and everybody shuts down like at noon and takes a siesta and what yeah like you you try to go shopping or whatever and, and places were just closed it just looked like a ghost town they would legit close shop and then head home or or, or just stay they, in the shop and they live upstairs or something out. yeah yeah exactly and it was it was amazing i wish we did that here <laughs> so, uh... so yeah, venture the world see things taste eat indulge. i mean i've been to el salvador many a, pretty cool. many a time yeah no nah, dude one time yo one once i stayed there for like a month i went by myself i don't i don't know why my mom let me go oh it was horrible i just i'm such a mama's boy though oh i was so it was rough for me it was growth by yourself dude but my mom was like are you sure and i was like yeah it's fine when i've gone with you it's fine she's like yeah but when we've gone it's together and it's like a week or something you can be there for right. a month for a month a long time a long and, I, and i'm like i was like 12 Oh wow, that's was, cool. That cusp, you know, it's that cusp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and dude, it was insane. All I remember is that my PS2 was my best friend. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I remember playing Dark Cloud on the PS2. It's this RPG game. Uh, I I lived on that. I never played that. Dude, it's it's amazing. Uh, my oh, my oh, my abuelita, dude, my grandma, dude, bless her. Right now, she's 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 still with us, you know. Thank God, you know, but she's. Thank God, yeah. She's getting at that age though, man. Where like her her hearing is leaving her is leaving her a little bit, you know, little by little every day. Her sight. Yeah. She's. I just feel so bad because okay, like, I went to go visit. I went to go visit my mom for like for like my sister's birthday. It was like during this whole quarantine thing. I went one day. It was like last week or so. It was, it was in the midst of everything going crazy. But I went by myself. And but the thing that sucked, I couldn't get near my grandma. I even asked my mom. I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, can I hug grandma? And she said, no, don't hug grandma. Don't hug her. And I was Dang, like, shoot, man. Yeah, that's the toughest thing about it right now. I couldn't hug her. Uh, and I love hugging my grandma because, like, the thing with my grandma that sucks is that, like, the kids that are the house, like, you know, like, you little kids with their grandparents, they're, they're like, ooh, unless rough. 
you know, it's like they're not that close with them. They're like they think they're aliens or something. But it's like, no, it's just grandma, dude. It's like, yeah, but, but she talks in Spanish and she yells at me. And I'm like, yeah, because that's how she talks to kids. Just get used to it. <laughs> get used to it. And one time she grabbed me so hard on my on my on my on my uh, on my forearm that I started bleeding. She she just got annoyed at me because I was being a little twerp. I'm sorry. I don't. You may, you might have deserved it. She's no. from El Salvador, bro. I don't know how to tell you. Like you have to relate. But like right now, yeah, exactly. she's like by herself, and I think she still oh, she still man. she still thinks she's in El Salvador. One, um, and two, like when I get there, she just seems lonely, and it breaks my heart, you know. Oh, that's yeah. And like I don't want like I'm I'm glad we're not putting her in like some home, you know. Right. No, that's not the way to do it. Because she can't live with my aunt. Because there's there's some drama there. We don't. I don't even think I have an aunt anymore, as my mom told me. Because, She's... <laughs> She's cut off. dude, you know how Latinas are. You know how they are, dude. And Salvadorian, like, dude, Salvadorians, they're they're crazy. I don't know. Like, yeah. one time, okay, one time, one time, my um, my uh, my freaking what's her face? My mom's friend told me, "Mijo, si vas a tener una una salvadoreña en tu vida." Que sea tu mamá y nadie más. Y nadie más. <laughs> oh, wow. And so now I got myself a Mexican girlfriend. She's a mutt like me. She's a good balance. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, she's Mexican and white. So, like, she has a good crazy, like, enough crazy in her from the Mexican side, you know? Because, like, I'm Salvadorian. Yeah. I know I have my crazy. Like, I know I have. I'm passive aggressive as hell sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know I can be like my mother, hard-headed and stubborn sometimes. I get that. Oh, yeah. So I need someone with like their version of crazy that is a good a good buffer with mine, and you know, and vice versa. Right. We balance right. each other. Level headed. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm cool. I'm crazy, man. I don't know if I don't know if any girlfriends want ex girlfriend not girlfriends but ex girlfriends want to attest to that. But I, dude, I'm crazy. I'm not like horrible. I'm a nice guy. But like I can be no, crazy no. my own way. You know, I've been dumped before, yeah. so like I get it. That's what I was gonna say. I think I think everybody has that little bit of craziness too, and and it's just finding that person that's like, all right, I'll deal with your crazy because I got a little crazy of my own, and we kind of need each other to balance <laughs> off. And sometimes it goes like me and my wife are complete. I don't want to say opposite, but we're like on different levels of the spectrum uh, for a lot of things. And sometimes we even think to ourselves like, man, how do we manage within ourselves? Yeah, and it's just like that is we got a common goal. And and we're so deep into this, where it's just like, it just doesn't make sense to just cut ties. You know, we get we get some big arguments, and it's just like, well, what are we gonna do? All right, well, I guess we're just gonna fix it and just keep going. Like, there's no need for me to be mad at you or you be mad at me because we're not working towards the same goal. Yeah. And uh, if you yeah. want to be in it, you're gonna be in it. You know. Yeah, because if not, then you know you're just wasting time. Don't waste time. Doing, exactly. You know? Don't waste time. Don't waste time. So that's that's kind of where we, we, we work out a lot of things. Through, I tell uh, I tell my girl I, I tell heavy, my girlfriend, dude, like one day at a time. You like for ourselves and for like one another, you know, it's just one day at a time. Yeah. One day at a time. One day at a time. It'll eventually click and it'll be like like I think we're kind of getting to that stage where it's just like, well, that's just how she is, or that's just how he is. Like there's no point to get mad at it. Like you just learn that they don't mean to do it intentionally to get you mad or piss you off or whatever. It's just, it's just something that they just do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, like, especially like, I, I, I don't know if I'm passive aggressive, but I know the way I talk, I overthink how I want to say things. 
And, and sometimes that comes off as me having an attitude because I'm like really locking in on my words. So it'll, I'll catch that man. Like, Hey, why are you giving me attitude with that? I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I, 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 on the contrary, I was trying not to give you attitude. And then it like snowballed. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm digging a hole. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I need to say something because if not, then I don't want to be quiet. You know, it's just like this game of like, you're figuring it out. And, and luckily we're kind of getting to that point where like, we're kind of brushing things and not taking things personal. And that's the key. I think is don't take it personal. Dude. Uh, and that's hard. Cause you don't know. That is yeah, hard. That's tough. that's tough. When ego yeah. gets in the way. Book, the four agreements. What? Have you read that book? The four agreements? No, no, that's a good book. If, if, if I don't read much and I've tried this last year to try to read a little bit more, especially like a lot of self-development books. And that was one of the first ones that I really, really liked. Okay. And that was one of the big, one of the big things about, that book that like it tries to portray is don't take things personal. Wait, don't know Stephanie has on. this book. Sorry, I Googled it. Uh-huh. I think Stephanie has yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's a really good book. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, Miguel something. Um, I forgot his last name, but really good book. Really simple. Like there's nothing that's going to like, it, well, I don't think it's going to be like turnkey where, where it's like, oh, a light switch just turned on. It's a lot of just adapting to this way of life where it's like not letting things bother you and, and don't take things personally. It's not against you because you don't know the things behind said action words or, or actual actions. You don't know what led up to that point. So for you to take it personally, it's like, it's just going to be negative. So why live that way? Right. Um, yeah. uh, the author, by the way, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz. There it is. Ruiz. I know it was with an R. Ah, oh, dude, it's just, dude, on, from like all the all the stuff I've read, I feel like it all boils down to just like that ego, that taking it personal thing. Yeah, just yeah, and that's the thing you gotta let go. Check of your ego. You gotta let go of that. Check your ego. Check but the ego, ego, you need it though. You do need it though. Like, don't get rid of the ego. Yeah. You sometimes you need it in certain situations to keep, like in like certain scenarios to be a, you know adaptable and whatnot. Because that same ego that you're talking about is the same thing that you're talking about when when you're saying that, you know, you want that little negative thing saying that you can't do it because your ego is what says, yeah, I can because it's confident. It knows you and that's that's your yep. ego. So, I mean, it's just it's just like you're saying, just keep it in check and knowing when to use it correctly and, and you'll get by with less uh, tribulations, I guess. I hope. I forgot where this came, what book this came from, but it was talking about thoughts and you can't let ideas and thoughts become more than what they are. You know what I mean? Mm. That like, if something makes you mad and you're now upset, you can't let the idea of you being upset now define who you are in this moment and start making and start making, making the choices of what actions you make now. You know what I mean? I I like that. I like that. That's I got to like I've been, you gotta find me, dude. I've one. been, dude. I've been, I've been reading stuff. Uh, where's my Kindle? I don't know where my Kindle is. Somewhere else. But freaking honestly, like I've been loving some Mitch all of Mitch album stuff. Uh, huh. uh, oh, the oh, no, the the the, the oh, uh, it was the book that Bobby Lee was talking about. It was the power, the power of now. That's what it is. Yes, that's the book, bro. I, I might have heard that somewhere. Everyone talks the about everyone now. talks about about this pinche book, bro. Freaking the power of now, dude, by Eckhart Tolle. Everyone talks about it, dude, and I, that's the book where I, I I believe that's where that frame of thinking. That's what that this book 
dives into that, but more. Uh, oh, but more. I'm going to have to read especially, that. Especially if you're like a creative type or just like a person who struggles with the ego and struggles because like, again, the power of now. Because the ego, yeah. the ego likes to take you to like the past, you know, with regret and guilt or whatever. And then it mm-hmm. likes to then take you to the future with anxiety, you know? And in fear. Yeah. And I get a lot. Dude, of fear. Okay. Okay. Going back to the Green Lanterns, I like to think of myself as a yes. Green Lantern myself. Because there's a there's okay. a there's a full spectrum of colors, you know, and all every color, there the every color is a different representation in the emotional spectrum. And green is the power okay. of will. And the reason why I love the green is because its enemy is fear. And that's what I struggle with, fear. Fear is like, oh, yeah. it's the worst thing in the world. I just, I just, no, 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 no. Just the fear of, you know, what can happen, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of rejection, the fear of this, the fear of that. So I, that's why yeah. I love the Green Lanterns because, okay, not to get super nerdy here, but do you know the Green Lanterns Oath? I, I think this might be like the second time I've mentioned this in a podcast. The Oath? I do not know the Oath. All right, here it goes. I might have heard it. But go for it, please. Oh, God, I hope I don't mess this up. Everyone knows I'm the king of paraphrasing. Oh, I know my friend Wu. If you're listening and I do paraphrase, I'm so sorry. But the Green Lantern's Oath. In blackest, no, in brightest day, in blackest night, no fear shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might fear my power, Green Lantern's light. Boom. 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 I told I told I told my girlfriend I was like when we get married that's gonna be part of our oath just so you know part of that's gonna be your vows part of the vows I was like yep just so you know like after all the good stuff you want to say because I know you're gonna write something gorgeous that'll make me cry I get it I get it you'd want to do it do it but at the end no at the beginning though at the beginning because I don't want I don't want you to I don't want you to end with the oath but at the beginning (laughs) at the beginning when we get there face to face you take that veil off. You have to say this oath because you got to know what you're getting yourself into, okay? <laughs> Dude, great. on our first date, on, 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 me and Stephanie's first date, not even our first date because when we first met, it was at a party. It was like a cast party. And we talked at this party until 4 a.m. And then I dropped her off at her, at her apartment, right? And when I dropped her off, though, uh, on the way there, uh, instead of being, you know, trying to be all smooth and make, make the moves on her or something, I um, – I, I yeah, took yeah. out the, I took out the, the 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 album of the revival cast recording of Godspell from Broadway, uh, and we, I just started singing every song from the beginning until the end and belting my heart out in front of her. You wooed her. I, I, I straight up showed her. Look, if you, you okay, you like what you see. Okay, this is part. You like this. You like this. Oh, you like. <laughs> you like this. Let's see if you like this. Okay, that's, this is the first thing you gotta good. know. If you're getting into this, listen, you have to. Before know. anything, before anything happens. But <laughs> where, 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 where do we even come from? Where are we? Green Green Lantern. We came from, man, we went from Green Lantern. We talked about some books that we've read about life. And uh, and you talked about Stephanie and uh, your, your first night. Yeah, that was great. Anyways. Uh, we, can, we can go on forever. Wait. I, think, I feel. But on your podcast, I left off on college, though. Was it on college? College, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, so so you were in college. You you did the singing, and 
the professor. Dude, catchy. Uh, what's her name? Oh my god! Look how distracted we got at the end of your at the end of your episode. I was like getting I was like getting hella emotional, my friend. It's getting (laughs) good thing we we deviated. Bringing you back, bringing me back, dude. No, just this this woman, dude. Like, oh, that's why I brought up my mom. That's what I brought up my mom, bro. Because because check it in my life. I don't know. I did. I don't know if it happens instinctually that that's what I look for, but or if it's just serendipitous. But I've always had strong female figures to look like that guided me in life guide you yeah and like growing up as a kid i had my mom you know her being the badass woman she was that you know growing up working her ass off for me and for us and then in high school i met swan there was also miss sergeant like miss Sar- she was the best miss sergeant was i still talk to her paula sue shout out paula sue uh flipping who else uh swan I mentioned her before, and then even later on, uh, I go to college, and then I meet Ketchy, and then after Ketchy, I meet Janet Miller, who becomes the woman who teaches me how to tap dance, and like becomes like my mentor and whatnot. She's still it. You can tap dance. Yeah, yeah, dude. There's a story behind that. There is a story. Okay, so look, (laughs) when I was in college, uh, there was a show that there was a show that came up that uh, people uh, really excited about. It's called The Drowsy Chaperone. If you don't know it. Look it up. It's just really good music. Really fun. The drowsy. Show. Yes, sir. Uh, I think you find it on. That sounds like me as a dad. Homie, you're just like <laughs> coronavirus skin. No, dame otra. It's okay. <laughs> but come the audition, uh, when we find out about it, I was taking this workshop, this like musical theater workshop class at Nissan, and Janet Miller uh-huh. and Diane Ketchy were both the professors of it. Oh wow! And Ketchy was teaching tap. And so that's where I first learned how tap dance. She taught the tapping there. We learned some routines. That's where I got my first taste of it. Great. But then auditions for this show was coming up and I was hungry. I wanted it. And I asked Janet, hey, can you help me get better? How can I get better? Like, I want to get better so I can get ready for this audition. So I can, you know, be able to tap and show something. And so I legit lived in the theater and we would find time in like either the large campus theater or the little theater inside Nordoff Hall. And we would tap dance in there. And we later on had other friends join and we all had our own little like tap. Tap dance. Yeah. Group. And this was even after Janet left CSUN, I think. And she just came back to help us out because she just loved us that much. Just to help yes. Because she's, she's oh, the awesome. best person in the effing world, bro. And I worked my ass off. I got, dude, I got the role I wanted. It was, it was magic. It was, it was, it was, okay. At CSUN, I got to perform like the first, okay, it's the first official musical, but they're not counting it as the first official musical at this performing arts. Cause if you always, did you, have you, you've seen the, the, that big fancy performing art building at CSUN? Yeah. I, I never got to go into Okay. It. Uh, so, yeah. But it looks so Jazzy Chaperone was the first student musical to perform in that theater, in that space. Nice. You're in the books. I got the tap dance on that stage. That's awesome. Like, because after getting cast in that role, though, here's the thing. Little did I know that even after getting cast for that, for that show, the work was just in front of me, bro. I could show you my notebook where I would write down my choreography for, like, the for the for the song I had to do in the show, it was insane. The work yeah. I had to put in for this, oh my god! Opening night of the show, opening night of the show, Miguel. 
I decide with my friend, John, shout out John Bernos, also a Patriot fan. We decided I was with John and Jerry. Okay. So John, he was a, a we met in this show. He was a, one of the main, he was like the main dance guy in the show. He was like doing a dance call. He was just warming up and stuff. And I was hanging out with him, just warming up my feet for the, you know, for the show. And then Jared was my, my friend, yeah. Jared was there. He was my dance partner in the show. Cause we had our number together. And, uh, uh, you know, Jared, uh, Jared, I, I, Jared and John are more dancers than I am. I'm a mover. Jared is a better dancer than I am. John is a much okay. better dancer than I am. You know what I mean? And so they're doing certain things yeah. and I'm like, Oh, that's fun. Let me try it. Uh, so I do this thing where you, I don't know, you just jump and spin and you land on your, on your foot. Cool. I try it. I land on my ankle and I just collapse, bro. Oh no. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. Because here's the thing in high school, I've, Twisted my ankle before. I've done stupid things before in Birmingham where right. I've twisted my ankle before a show or during a rehearsal. And right. so I know that instinctually when my ankle You're when my out. ankle is under me, I'm not trying to stand on it and support it. I'm falling down with it. <laughs> I'm not trying to fight this. Because, okay, Miguel, oh, no. growing up, did, did your mom ever take you to El Salvador? No, because I'm not. Oh my, is that just a Salvadorian thing? <laughs> hey, it's okay because I think every Mexican does it. Every Guatemala, everybody does every Gabby, Hispanic does Gabby's family, does Gabby family do it? Yeah, does, does her family do it? No, they usually ask me, I guess, because I'm, I'm taller and I, I guess Guatemalans aren't really that tall, so they automatically are like, nah, you're not Guatemalan. No, but no, but so but I'm, do, I'm, do her parents yeah. know about like Salvador? Do they do Salvadores? No, they're they're, they're Wait, Is that just a Salvadorian thing? I think so, man. I hate it. It's the worst. I, <laughs> dude, it's the worst. It's the scary, like like getting like a dis dislocating your shoulder or your or like a wrist or like your ankle. Oh, you talking about the Salvador? The, the, the oh oh you, no. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're you're not saying Salvadorian. You're saying the the Salvador. Salvador. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. El Salvador. You're good. You're good. El Salvador is the oh. worst. Why they exist and why they are allowed? Is, is it legal? Is it? I have I've no idea. It should be. I've illegal. explained it to Stephanie, oh and she's God. perplexed. And, oh and I'm like, yeah, God. it's just a, a person who just like, I don't know, rubs rubs you and like pulls on your stuff, like. I, then, I honestly don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're just like, oh, your knee hurts? Let me just rub around here and then give you directions to come back for me for like three months and then hopefully it'll heal. But I think it's just normally healing in that time. It's, you know? And when your parents it's tell you worst. that we're going to, it's like, no, I don't want to go. I'll, 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 I'll hold off with the no, pain. Chop it off. Chop it off. Bro, low key, my, <laughs> my ankles click because I don't want to go to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. Seriously, I, I have luckily only gone like once, but I've heard horrendous <laughs> stories, horrendous stories of, of this and agonizing. Yeah, it's so Mita, it's I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you good. something that not many people know. Okay. During okay. opening night, in that moment, I sprained my ankle. I sprained it, Miguel. I had for this show, I had not just a tap number, my friend, I had to also do a dance number. Where I was in roller skates, blindfolded, quote unquote. Oh my lord! So let me. Let, How did you do it? I'm gonna tell you. 
<laughs> so here's the scenario, my friend. I fall, I walk, I, I go, oh no, oh no, oh no. I'm walking around, I'm pacing around the space. I'm like, wait, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Because here's the thing, I didn't support anything on it. When I when I felt me go under, I fell with the, what I rose it. Right. Because okay. I don't know what happens to other people. I don't know if they try to stand on that part of it. Catch themselves. Yeah, with yeah. that and then may just make the pressure even worse and really bend it. I did not do that. I just right. went down with it. You just what it. ended up happening is that we didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell the director. No. M- Miguel, no. I'm, oh, I told her, I think, a year later, and her jaw dropped. It was great. It was great. I did not tell her. So what I did was that I just put some... So John's a dancer, and so is Jared, like I said before. So they knew what to do. They had... Right. Uh, the the like the bandage wrap like you know that you're like the bandage wrap for your ankle right so right. they like they they put yeah. some i think yeah, they put like some sort of balm on my ankle and they wrapped yeah. it up they wrapped it up uh, all nice and stuff but here's the thing my tap number came on first okay i had to tap dance my ankle could not be it could I, 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 it. I needed to bend i needed i needed my ankle to be fluid i could not you know i had to do it and so at that moment, the ankle was not wrapped, my friend. It was not wrapped. Oh, and I... So you unwrapped it. You but here's the it. thing, bro. I don't know. Adrenaline. I don't know what it was, bro. But I danced my heart out. And when I was on the stage, I didn't feel a thing. But after the tap number was done, I legit just had to walk stage left and exit. The second I walked off, I collapsed, collapsed and like, and, and oh, the stage hands would, would take me to the chair up against the wall where the rafters were and they would take my foot and then legit wrap it up nice and tight and they would help me then slide it into my roller skate. It was like the four-wheeled roller skate oh my for my next scene. But that was a good thing because the roller skate was ankle high so it actually had nice pressure oh. on the ankle. Yeah. It was like a yes. And nice. the choreography for the for the number wasn't Damn, crazy. How horrific, though. Oh, but dude, we—I don't know. That's the thing. See, that's the thing with theater that I was saying in like in like part two that was on me, myself, and Miguel. Um, like with the with the cello audition, I crumbled after one no. But for theater, I don't know. Like I don't know what it was. Something just kept saying, "Nah, keep going, keep going, keep going." I had a sprained ankle. Nah, keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. The show must Dude, go yes. On. I feel like I feel like I you took breaking a leg. Dude, a bre- even breaking a leg won't stop me. Come at me, bro. I have my mother's blood running through my veins. You know how stubborn she is? Oh, I'm her crazy. offspring. Come at me. Tell me I can't do Come it. Tell me. me. Tell me, please. Good, good luck. <laughs> but dude, that oh, that's it. Oh, later on in college, I think at like that year, if not the year after that performance. I went to this uh, this competition in Hawaii. It was the Kennedy Center KCA. You've been to yes. Hawaii, bro. Oh, man. I, That's great. That's one of my places. You went to Europe, bro. You know, hey, I I yeah. I gotta go there. I gotta go to. I gotta. I I, I got. I gotta go there. <laughs> but no. But I went to Hawaii. But it was on a school yeah. trip, and I, I got. I'm very lucky to go. John took me. I was his partner to go for like this for like the festival, like a competition, a theater competition over there with a bunch of schools all over the country. And yeah. um, flipping, uh, what was I about to? We're at the beach. 
Now check it out. Have you ever heard about Hawaii that, okay, so look, before you go to Hawaii, you need to know something. Did you know that if you go to Hawaii, you're not supposed to take anything from the island, even rocks? I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. It's like sacred and illegal. And uh, yeah, you can't take sand. You can't take don't do that from the naturalness. Yeah. So my mom's husband, shout out to her husband. I love him. But he asked me, mijo, trame unas piedras, you know? Bring me some rocks. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm happy to please. Oh, you had no idea. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I was oblivious. I think I knew, but I was oblivious because I was like happy to please, you know, like my mom's husband and stuff. Or like, I think they were dating at the time, but like it was going well. So, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Right, so, right. So That's I got it. But so, so there's that. Now, at the beach in front of like the hotel where we were staying, there was this wall that was like this underwater wall, at, like, at, like maybe like 20... 20 feet off the off the shore it was like a, a wall that would yeah. break i don't know if it like stopped the waves from coming into high or you know it kept the it, it's like the, the, the yeah. barrier like the, the, yeah exactly like, it was a, like an artificial barrier exactly yeah yeah Broke so yeah. one time we went over to this wall and we all stood on the wall it was a bunch of us and we all stood there and just it was nice just standing up there feeling yourself balancing on this water which is warm and beautiful you know just enjoying the, the sight it was wonderful Rub I'm sorry, but I did. I I need to I need to paint <laughs> this picture really well because of what happens next. Yeah. So this is wonderful standing up on this wall, and then after that, I get the call. You know, to get the rocks. I get the rocks. I have the rocks now in my hotel room. The next day, we go back to this beach. We go back to stand on this wall, Miguel. I then, yeah. my foot slips into a hole. In this wall where sea urchins like to live in because it's nice and dark. Oh, Miguel, you know what sea urchins are, right? I definitely know what sea urchins are. Ball spikes. Ball. Oh, my God. And they're poisonous, aren't you? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. All right. Let's continue. I need to find out if something happened here. So, did somebody piss on you? So, check it out. I freak out. I freak, we're not there. I freak out. I freak out, bro. I freak out. My foot. I jump out of the wall. I'm like, I'm with my friend John Bernos. Shout out, John Bernos. I'm like, John. Oh, I stepped on something. I don't know what's wrong. Oh, it really hurts. It really hurts. And we're running over to the back to shore. Back. We're running back to the back to the beach. We're running. We're running. He's helping me out. And then he looks up. And dude, my right foot from the from the. I think it was like the the sole. The sole. The like no the ball. The ball of my foot. Yeah, the ball of my foot to okay. like just that, that that top half of my foot, it was just covered in black spikes and little black dots, bro. Black oh, spike, oh, dude. I had a hobble, one foot with John supporting me back to the hotel. I was in unspeakable pain, bro. We ran back to the hotel. I sit in the lobby. We're calling Matt Jackson, who's one of the professors at CSUN. Shout out, Matt Jackson. We love you, brother. Um, and then we're calling him. We're like, Matt Jackson, Steve Brogan. He, he stepped on some sort of like sea urchin or something. We don't know what's wrong. Come, get a come, get a come. And he's with his family, though, because he brought his family to this trip. So he's like, his wife and his oh, kids are there. Oh. But like his wife and kids came on their own behalf. So like they have their own room. So they're, they're fine. So he's like, oh, okay, let me just, you know, let me just get set up and go, okay? And we get, I'm sitting in the lobby on like this little, like little stair, little two-step piece, like right there by the lobby. 
And one of the guys comes over, one of like the one of the clerks at the hotel comes over and he's like, Oh, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's going on? And and I'm like, Oh, I stepped on sea urchin, I think, I don't know what's wrong. And he's like, Oh, let me see, brother, let me see, let me see. It can't be that bad, man. It can't be that bad. And then he looks up my foot, he goes, Oh, brother, that's bad. Oh, that's bad, brother. Dude, my foot was messed up. Miguel, you there? Miguel. Miguel, you speechless? What's going on? Did we lose Miguel? Miguel. Miguel, the story needs to go on with you. Miguel. Can I continue this story? I don't know if he's here or not. I'm going to continue the story. So check it out. My foot standing there. Guys looking at it like, oh, brother, like this looks bad. This looks real bad. All right, man. And I'm like freaking out. John, we figure out to like, you know, we got to go to the hospital. We got to go find some sort of emergency room. We need to find an emergency room. And so John takes me to the nearest emergency room. Uh, but by the way, shout out to the emergency room over the well, I forgot where we were in Hawaii, like what island and what emergency room, but shout out to those nurses. Uh, by the way, I don't know if they were all Filipino or so, like, I don't know if it, it felt like I was in, in, in Burbank or Glendale. It was amazing. They were all so welcoming and loving and great, and they were good to me. They basically put my, oh no, but before I get into that, we got to talk about how uh, my boy John was Mama John uh, during this during this visit. Uh, Mama John uh, to the extreme, my friend. Uh, he helped out with them because I, again, I was in pain. My foot was full of little sea urchin spikes. Full, 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 full. And so John was going to be like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, he, uh, he's got asthma. Yeah, no, no, no allergies. Yeah, no allergies, man. Got no allergies. Nah, all right, cool, cool. All right, yeah, no allergies. Uh, can we help him out? What do we got to do? And what we basically had to do right then and there was put my foot in a bucket of vinegar because that's all you can do. Thankfully, the, uh, the sea urchin I stepped on wasn't poisonous. Holy poop, thank God. But I was still in a lot of pain. Like, what in the world? So I was just stuck with all these little sea urchin spikes in my foot because you can't pull them out because if you – I don't know if you know sea urchin spikes, but they're barbed. So if you try to pull them out, they'll actually hurt even more. <laughs> they'll tear. So you have to leave them in if you can, or wait until they dissolve with the vinegar. So that's all I had to do is leave my foot in vinegar the entire time I was in Hawaii for taking rocks. I believe I left the rocks. I should have left the rocks. I'm sure I left the rocks. But damn. Well, Miguel, are you there still? Well, hey, I don't know what happened. Uh, this conversation was great. It was part three uh, of, uh, of this conversation. Check it out, fam. Uh, part three. So that means if you did listen to part two, check that out again in Miguel's podcast, Me, Myself, and Miguel, uh, dope-ass podcast with my friend Miguel about his life as a dad. You know, he got his two beautiful girls and his wonderful wife, Gabby. Shout out, Gabby. Woo, 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 Guatemala. Uh, but uh, make sure to check out his podcast wherever you can. He's on Spotify. Uh, so basically, everywhere you can find my podcast, too, like uh, uh, Anchor, the Anchor apps, Spotify, Twitch. No, no, Stitcher, Florida Heaven. Wow, it's been a conversation, y'all. So check it out. Uh, be good, y'all. Uh, happy quarantine. Uh, and uh, yeah, and don't forget, hey, you're you're enough. All right, you're more than enough. It's 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 incredible how enough you are. Okay. Hey guys. So again, we faced some uh, technical difficulties there towards the end, but fortunately. 
Steven was able to finish his story and man I was on the other side trying to talk to him and just trying to <laughs> tell him how much that must have sucked uh, the poor guy you're in Hawaii you, you take the rocks which you're not supposed to do buddy and karma gotcha unfortunately maybe I don't know but man that must have been painful uh, my favorite part about that is the the, the, <laughs> the guy at the uh, at the lobby right saying oh I can't be that bad and then he looks at it and he's like oh man that's bad <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So uh, we're going to wrap this up. This was, again, the conclusion to part three. There will definitely be more to come from both Steven and I, um, aside from the collab, the collab, the collaboration that we did just now. Uh, we will be doing more of these types of episodes. Um, we are going to, of course, continue on with our own stuff. So uh, for those of you that found me for the very first time, I hope you enjoyed. Um, I hope you got a little snippet of, of what we're about. And for those of you who saw Steven for the very first time, keep checking him out. You know, he's going to be having some stuff coming up. And dude's cool. If you like what I like, he does too. So um, it'd be great. And thank you guys for listening. Hope everybody's safe. Hope everybody stays safe. Um, wash your hands and take care.